What's going on, FA Nation? John Bender here with Howard Bender. Welcoming to the Fantasy Alarm NFL DFS podcast and live stream. Recording here for week 18 of the NFL season. We've made it, Howard, to the end of the NFL year. DFS uh, playoff content right around the corner, but we got to get through week 18. Uh, week 18 is always a fun week in the NFL. We have teams sitting starters, teams playing starters for half a game, Bench guys coming into prominent roles, creating great value. We have certain teams that are playing their starters entirely because they have things to play for. And this season, the NFL threw a wrinkle in. We got two Saturday games uh, here as well because they just can't help themselves but monopolize, monopolize people's time. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. There's so much going on right now with the NFL that is just a, an absolute nightmare. And I guess we, we can kind of lead off this uh, podcast here, like I actually let off the, the cash it podcast is that we are able to move forward right now. The, the DeMar Hamlin incident that happened, uh, absolutely tragic, but we've received nothing but uh, positive news right now. It sounds to me like DeMar Hamlin is going to be making a very strong recovery. He's already FaceTiming with, with teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, he was communicating via, you know, the written words. So, I mean, it, it's so, so that stuff there, I mean, as crazy and as stressful as it was, it, it the, the good news that we're getting now, and we can be very thankful for that uh, in the sense that we can now kind of move forward here with week 18, which is like, you know, it's a big crap fest. Yeah. <laughs> just in the sense of, I mean, like you just rounded out, who's sitting, who's starting, who's got what to play for, how do you want to build your lineups, like, to me, and, and and we'll talk about the Saturday slate in a second here. To me, I'm building the playbook for the Sunday slate based on cash game play. Sure. Okay? Because for GPP tournaments, everybody's in play. Right? right? We don't know. I mean, you, you could use Jalen Hurts. Right. And and he could have a great first half and the Eagles could take him out in the second half. Like, we don't know if he's going to play the full game right. for the same token. You've got the 49ers and you've got the Dallas Cowboys. How do we know they don't pull their starters midway through? So for GPP tournaments, I feel like, you know, there's so much that's in play that when we look at the um, at the at the, the main slate on Sunday, the playbook that I'm building is really going to be based on on much more cash game action than uh, than than for GPP because dart throws the all over the place. Uh, the whole board, yeah, the, the whole playbook should just have the dartboard cover, honestly, uh, this week. You <laughs> know, instead instead of there's a regular player cover, your 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 playbook this week is the dartboard. Uh, I did the quarterback coach, and you know, knowing that like. Even half the teams aren't playing for anything. I put the quarterbacks that are at least playing for something. You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the Cowboys, 49ers, and Eagles. You know, they're all still in contention for that number one seed, and they're all playing at 425. So, you know, at least the expectation is that they're going to play. But if in the second quarter the Cowboys look up and see the Eagles up 35 nothing on, you know, the Giants because Dayball isn't playing Daniel Jones and all them, you know, the Cowboys are probably going to go ahead and sit down a Dak and those guys because they got a playoff you know, knowing that they're going to be locked into a wild card. Same thing with the 49ers. So, you know, it's all predicated on how the Eagles perform against the Giants there. Everybody's going to be scoreboard watching, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff going on. So that's how I kind of wrote up the quarterback coach was like, these are at least the teams that are playing for something. 
Um, you know, because it, it, it's pretty gross. And the fact that they also gave us a Saturday game, there's still a Sunday night football game. It kind of takes away uh, more teams that at least have stuff to play for as well. You know, Jacksonville, Tennessee on Saturday night is a win and in. Kansas City, Las Vegas, Kansas City's playing for that one seed. Sunday night football, Detroit, Green Bay, they're playing for a playoff spot. They took those teams off the main slate, teams that actually were playing for something, which means it dilutes the player pool of guys that we're looking to target as well for the Sunday main slate. So, yeah, definitely going to be interesting here as we kind of go ahead and build. You're going to be seeing $3,000 wide receivers that you've never heard of you know, probably going off for 30 fantasy points this week because they're they're starting, you know, like, and they're going up against defenses that aren't very good or aren't trying either. So uh, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting uh, slate for sure. Love that DraftKings is giving us a 1.5 million dollar Saturday special contest here, 500 grand in first place on a two game slate. Just you know, anything to rake in the money here. Yeah, exactly. Anything to rake in the money because yeah, two game slates. Uh, you know, and I, I, I talk about this all the time. They're like uh, they're, they're, they're like lottery scratchers, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know, unless you're a, a 150 lineup, you know, max lineup enter, uh, even that doesn't guarantee you anything. Right. So it's uh, it's it's a tough it's definitely a tough spot to be in, um, you know, for that. And yeah, so the, the sites will do their their cash grab. I, I recommend I mean, listen, if you're going to use the playbook this week. Uh, I recommend you getting involved in some cash games and stop chasing the uh, the, the insane prize. Where do you guys see? Like, I can't, I can't wait to see what the because I, I I honestly believe that that the cash game lineups that you build you should just plug into the GPPs instead of like instead of like making all of these like massive guesses and crazy dart throws right. like you just said a three thousand dollar receiver who's going to go off for thirty five points. I mean, good luck finding out who that is, Raheem Shaheen. And, and then good luck trying to, like, you know, make sure that, you know, he's in uh, as many lineups so It's going to be Jalen Naylor this week there, Howard. Don't for Minnesota Vikings, you know. That's where we're, <laughs> that's where we're going, $3,000 wide receiver. Don't you worry about it. Listen, uh, I don't think they're throwing to anybody else but Justin Jefferson. He needs 176 yards to break the You're run. out of your mind. You think that they're in a game that means nothing to them, they're going to have Justin Jefferson out there for They have to game? win it, actually. Otherwise, they end up uh, – or, or, I mean, if, if they want to move up, they can move up into the number two seed. If Dallas if, and all them lose, right? Just, just San Francisco. Just San Francisco. If San Francisco, who is not going to have Christian McCaffrey – who is dealing with still with injuries to Debo Samuel, Brock Purdy's banged up, you know. I mean, if Kyle Shanahan wants to play it a little close to the vest, I mean, granted, it's Arizona, and Arizona's atrocious. Yeah, David Blau's out there, you know. Blau's ah, you know what, away. listen, we saw, think back a couple of Thanksgivings ago. I remember. Man. David Blau wasn't terrible. No, I, I, that was when they announced him to start. I immediately tweeted at that out. I'm like, don't forget that game against Chicago in 2019, two scores. Yeah, um, so... You know, I, so so I, I think that, that Minnesota does need to win that one there. And then, yeah, listen, I I, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know Kevin O'Connell on a personal level. I don't sure. know Justin Jefferson. I don't know Kirk Cousins. We're not all friends, like, sitting around and, and me being able to ask that question. But it, it be does. be a lot cooler if you did. Listen, <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Was that a movie? That, that was a movie right reference. That was, I, I pulled them out for you there. Little days ago. I'm stunned. Like, that, <laughs> like, you should just drop the mic and leave the podcast right now, dude. That was like the highest thing. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, you know, listen, Justin Jefferson has 10 hundred yard efforts this season, and he's got three games in which he had more than 176 yards. Yeah. So it is definitely doable, especially uh, in, in this Chicago. matchup. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, the Bears are so bad. They are. They are bad. So, all right, but let's we'll, we're getting games. ahead of ourselves. Let's let's do the Saturday slate here. Let's just talk about these two games, kind of figure out where our uh, our best bets are as far as you know who we want to lock in for DFS. And we'll start with Kansas City against Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mahomes is there. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, Travis Kelsey, um, and then everything else is kind of like, well, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, I I think you obviously know where you're going. You're locking in those top uh, top three guys here. Um, you know, Miko Harmon's been activated for this game. I don't know your thoughts on on Miko here. Uh, if you think there's going to be any value for him on this slate, um, you know, they opened the window for him. He's listed as questionable. You know, are they going to give him a limited snap share? Are they going to work him in right away? I mean, he had three touchdowns in three weeks before he went down with the injury. And started see you know was quickly becoming what looked like one of the favorite targets of Patrick Mahomes. There we've seen Kadarius Tony over the last few weeks start to step up. Now Hardman coming back does that impact uh, Tony who had four for seventy one last week? Juju's been pretty inconsistent, um, so I think you're just dart throwing with one of the wide receivers. I think MBS actually played every snap last week. You know, so like you're kind of picking and choosing whatever wide receiver you'd want to go with this one. I don't think there's a a clear and obvious choice. Um, when, when it comes to that here, which has kind of been the one, the frustrating thing with, uh, Kansas city this season. Uh, but I think you definitely go with McKinnon you're, and you're definitely locking in Mahomes on the, on the Saturday slate here. Um, and if you want to go anybody else in, in this matchup, you certainly can T- tight ends against Las Vegas had a lot of success. Uh, there's just, it's just expensive, right? That's the problem with Kansas city is they're so expensive all the time. They kind of fit into your lineups. Uh, the Raiders, I mean, what did you think of Jared Stidham last week? I mean, against the 49ers, everybody thought that they had zero chance, and he goes out there and throws for 365 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, the interceptions were on plays where he kind of got hit, and, you know, there were tough tough plays against a tough defense, but this is a, a far easier defensive matchup for them. He's in the Dome in Las Vegas, so he has that advantage as well. So, uh, so you know, and this isn't uh, the one thing Coop and I touched upon on the Quick Out podcast this isn't like a rookie quarterback, you know. This isn't a guy that's you know come off the streets. This is a guy that's been in the Josh McDaniel system as a backup quarterback for like four years. He traded for him. He knows what's going on. He's been at all the practices. Never got an opportunity in New England for one reason or another. Belichick just wanted to play Cam Newton, no matter how bad Cam Newton looked. Um, you know, Stidham came out, threw all over the field. I think he's going to get an opportunity to do that again here against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's definitely going to get the opportunity to do that against the Chiefs. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, listen, I, I looked at it and it was so funny. Like I was sitting there talking about it throughout the week, just saying, I'm like, listen, he knew the system. Like that's like, that's the, that's, I think is, is what has been one of the biggest problems um, for the Raiders throughout the year is that this is Josh McDaniel's system uh, that, that he brought over from the Patriots with him and Belichick working together and building it. It's a very complex system. And I, I think very few people really understand that the quarterback, uh, you know, the, the play is called and then the quarterback basically has, um, you know, his different options uh, there at the line. And then what, and, and, you know, he's got the opportunity. He can either audible, 
he can continue with the play and then he's got his his you know decisions there and if he audibles it's going to go from you know one play to another he's not just going to like make shit right. up right so he calls the play or whatever but each one of the receivers also in their route tree have the have the ability to run a different route based on what their yeah. coverage is and so it's up to the quarterback to not only call the play, but then to identify what the receiver coverage is and then have to turn around and say, okay, well, this, this wide receiver, you know, because he's got this guy who's, you know, who's giving him press man coverage right now. So he's going to run this route instead of running the other route. And I mean, you know, so if you look at like this entire, you know, offensive scheme, it's incredibly complicated. Yeah. It requires all the players to be on the same page with how they're reading the defenses. And I think that's one of the biggest issues that Derek Carr has had, um, as well as guys like Devontae Adams, uh, you know, who have come in uh, as, as new receivers learning this system. So, you know, when you get a guy like Stidham in there who knows exactly what Josh McDaniels wants, it definitely helps him out. Now, for the Saturday slate, the question is, is, I mean, Mahomes, Stidham, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm not even going to include Josh Dodge <laughs> in, the, in the conversation I mean, because it, it, it's just, it's pointless. I mean, yes. Could he do some like crazy thing? Absolutely. But am I banking on that? No, I'm looking at Mahomes. I'm looking at Stidham and I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence. So the question is, John is which quarterback do you want to back the most? Uh, I mean, listen, the thing is there's not a huge price difference between Stidham and Lawrence. It's $700, so it probably would be Lawrence for me if I had to pick one or the other for value. But, I mean, if you needed to fit Kelsey and Henry and, you know, Adams in your lineup, like, you're going you're going the, the Stidham route for that, right? Like, if you're trying to jam in those top price guys, you got to go the cheapest quarterback – and at least he's he he showed the ability to to put up, you know. Now he's not Malik Willis out there under a hundred yards or Desmond Ritter <laughs> who actually looked okay lately. But I mean, like you know, he's not Skylar Thompson, you know, right? Like Stidham went out there looked like an actual NFL quarterback. Uh, and you know, the running joke around New England when he was the backup quarterback and people were kind of calling for him was there. It's like remember he did beat Alabama when he was at Auburn, right? He, he he's faced. You know, big time competition before when Alabama was one of the best teams uh, in the country, and he went out there and actually beat him as like a sophomore. So, um, you know, Stidham isn't a zero. He just had no opportunity in the system that he was on. It, you know, McDaniel's is given an opportunity, so I don't mind Stidham, but I would lean Trevor Lawrence as my QB one for this week if I'm spending down in the mid tier here. But if I needed to go stars and scrubs per se. I mean, $5,400 for a guy that just gave you well, a little I mean, I don't, you know, again, I don't know if you need to go stars and scrubs. That's that's why, because my always my question is, is, you know, if you're going to sit there and play all these guessing games with, with the Chiefs, because yeah. we do, like, it's, it's a guessing game as to who's going to catch passes. Sure. And you look at the fact that, you know, Kelsey really hasn't been Travis Kelsey for the last five or six weeks. Sure. Defenses are keying in on him a lot more. Now, this is the Raiders. So I guess the question is, like, you know, by having Mahomes as your QB, you're getting that slice of Kelsey, all the receivers, and, um, you know, and even, you know, a lot of uh, Jarek McKinnon there. Right. So you're, you're getting that. Is it, is it better to do that and try and pick who the, uh, 
who the, the, the receiving targets and running backs are that you want for the other teams, because you know that, you know, it's like, is it, is it easier to get, you know, like Devonte Adams or are you, you know, interested in Zay Jones, Evan Engram, that kind of a, a sure. situation. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and, and I'm just trying to build it out to see if it's even possible. It is very difficult to uh, get Henry Adams and Kelsey in your lineup. I'll, I'll tell you that much. You got to uh, straight up punt your defense uh, and uh, and hope for the best, really, uh, to even get a viable uh, RB two in that lineup. So you're not uh, ready, you're not ready to fade Derrick Henry. Uh, no, I'm playing Derrick Henry. Do, you know, if you just Google Derrick Henry <laughs> YouTube highlights, ninety percent of them are against Jacksonville. He just all of his like hundred yard runs come against Jacksonville or Houston. So uh, I, I think you kind of got to lock, lock him in there uh, and, and kind of run with it there. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting slate for the quarterbacks. Again, uh, I think going Lawrence makes a lot of sense. Um, Stidham's the other value. I, I agree with you. No reason to play Dobbs. Um, he's not that much of a discount over Stidham anyways. That's an extra three hundred bucks you're saving. Why even? Why even bother? Uh, for the running backs, Henry, of course, you're locking in. McKinnon, we like at $6,300. Uh, Etienne against Tennessee is a little bit of a tougher matchup, but uh, again, 103, 83, 108 the last three games for him. Uh, rushing the football, so some pretty solid performances uh, out of him there. I don't really know what to do with Pacheco anymore. I think he's just lost. If he's not finding a touchdown at this point, it's all McKinnon uh, kind of leading that offense there. So... Uh, running back position is kind of up or down. Um, I know Jacobs will be involved in this one as well. Yeah, Jacobs will be involved in this one, but then of course, obviously, it bodes the question because he's you know once again questionable coming into this into the week. Yeah. Um, you know, is that if if they are if if the Chiefs are just beating them up? I mean, are they really are they really going to run Josh Jacobs? I mean, I know that they don't care because they're eliminated unless, too, right? They got nothing to play for, right? So. They got they, well, they've got nothing to play for. I guess the the real question is is do they are they going to try and re-sign Josh Jacobs? Therefore, let's protect him. Or we didn't pick up his fifth year option. He's had this great game. He's going to want a ton of money, and right. we're not going to have it. And he's so. also talked in the media about how he's tired of losing here, right? Like he had that quote two weeks ago or something. Uh, basically saying like he's done losing in Las Vegas or right. Yeah, they could, they, the they, Raiders, could so. they could run him into the ground, man. Yeah. They could give him 20, 30 carries and not give a shit. Yep. I mean, listen for a guy that wants a contract, 1600 yards and 12 touchdowns is the way to get it. Uh, you know, I, I actually got, went back and looked at one of our articles that we wrote up uh, on, I think it was the, the player debate articles on Josh Jacobs uh, over on Reddit. And it was a pretty heated debate back and forth. And basically the, the title was, you know, over the last month going into draft season, Jacobs' ADP had actually fallen a full round, and people were just completely out. They thought Jacobs was going to get cut because he played the first preseason game, you know, in the Hall of Fame game, and yeah. here he is as the NFL leading rusher with 12 touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that we could see, uh, you know, them either use, utilize Jacob, like you said, get it, the last ounce of value out of him because he's, he's gone, uh, or they could look to protect him and bring him back. It feels like he's probably gone, in my opinion. It's quite possible. Who did that debate? It was me and who? Oh, Britt Flynn. Yeah. There you go. I got, I got, I got, a, I got a, a tag on, on Reddit this morning, but like uh, how wrong somebody's quote was or something like that. So it's obviously now is the time to go victory lap. Yeah. 
Oh, should I head over to should I head over to Reddit and be like, ah, here's my article why you should draft Josh Jacobs. Listen, I, I'm not the biggest victory lapper in the world, but I do have a tweet out there where I said we should be drafting Adrian Brown and Jalen Hurts, and there was a lot of debate about how wrong I was. Uh, and Adrian Brown's got 1,500 yards receiving, and Jalen Hurts is you know the QB one. So let's just say that tweet may be resurfacing here soon. Uh, you know, with the, with the, I told you, told you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, any, uh, any, any receivers in particular who you like from the Saturday slate? I mean, obviously I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the incentives and, and stuff like that, that I have over at fantasyalarm.com, uh, both Christian Kirk and Zay Jones are in mm-hmm. line for incentives and they have to win that game as well. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like they're, you know, the obvious choices are, 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 you know, Devontae Adams against Kansas City, um, Christian Kirk, Zane Jones, uh, I, I think are there. I don't know who to take for Kansas City. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. If maybe Traylon Burks tra- is active. I like Traylon Burks at 42. Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe Traylon Burks. Yeah, if Burks is active, he's been questionable dealing with a little bit of a grind injury. If he's active, uh, I'm in. That, like, Catch he made on the sideline at the end of the second quarter where his whole body was basically going out of bounds and he used like the toes of his feet to keep him inside then also used his balance to stay inbounds and then picked up like an extra like 20 yards and then got them in field goal ranges just shows I think uh, the potential what what, what Traylon Brooks can be if he can just stay healthy. Uh, Unfortunately, at least for now, it seems like Tennessee may have traded one injury prone wide receiver and drafted another. Uh, not not necessarily his fault on that concussion hit, but he's been in and out of the lineup uh, all season long at this point for for Traylon. But yeah, listen, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, like them both. Devontae Adams, like him. Uh, Traylon Burks, like him. Everything else to me is very up and hit or miss. You know, you just kind of good luck to you figuring out which one is going to be the guy to, to play here. Okay, very interesting. Uh, tight ends: it's Kelsey, it's Engram, it's Waller, Chig. Okonkwo. Yeah, yeah, man. Dobbs is Dobbs is a way better passer than Malik Willis is. So he had four targets, three catches, 24 yards. He's a big play guy. Um, he had a touchdown in this matchup against Jacksonville back in week 14. Six catches in that game. Uh, I'm in. Give me some chig. Well, I mean, at the at the expense of fading Kelsey, or are you talking about well, dual tight ends again. Well, like I said, you could definitely do two tight ends. I also, it, it's very difficult, like I said, to get both. If you're playing Kelsey, it's because you're fading Adams. I think at this point, because you can't fade Henry on this slate. The running back depth is is shitty, right? So like, you know, you, you're everybody's gonna gravitate towards running back and get Henry in their lineup. There's really no value running backs to use on the slate because it's two games. So you're either not playing Adams or you're not playing Kelsey, in my opinion. So. Um, to your point, Kelsey hasn't paid off really his price tag, uh, last week, you know, he had Seattle Houston, he was fine, 23 fantasy points in both of those games. Um, but for a lot of this, you know, of four of the last six, he hasn't really been worth the money. So you could spend down on an anger and Waller or Conquo, pay Adams instead of Kelsey, if you want to go in that direction. All right. All right. Again, there's um, only so many options there. There's only so many options. So, all right. So there you go. I mean, listen, I will have a, uh, I'll have a, a playbook out for the two game slate. It'll probably come out on uh, you know, early Saturday morning so that you can spend your entire day 
looking at the playbook and building some lineups and, and having some fun with it there. Um, and, uh, and that'll be out on fantasyalarm.com. So, uh, so enjoy. Let's move over to the, uh, let's move over to Sunday. Busy, 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 busy slate. Um, because I'll tell you what, man, even in games where there are players who, you know, don't have anything to play for, there are still some really nice matchups and some good play that, that, that we're looking at. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, uh, let's just, let's, let's kick it off with the QBs. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think Hertz is the guy to go to here. Um, trending towards playing was the most recent update, I think, from Sirianni. Uh, they, they're a win to lock up. They're facing the Giants. Dayball said like he was going to play his starters, but then didn't commit to playing his starters because they can't really move at all. So, you know, are, are they going to put, like, Kayvon Thibodeau and all those guys out there for a full game against Philly and risk getting injured as they lock up a playoff spot for the first time in a decade? Like, that doesn't feel too smart to me so you know you could have this eagles offense up against a backup giants defense here for a little bit um you know so i i think hurts is, is definitely interesting i don't know what's going on with buffalo i don't know i got her they they declared that game what a no contest or a draw or a tie like they're not finishing it so i i don't, I don't really understand i guess the implication they're, they're just canceling they're canceling the game and they're basing things off of like winning, winning percentage, percentage right so like yeah. If Kansas City wins on Saturday, does Buffalo have anything to play for still? Like, do they, you know, there's, you know, do they have to beat New England to, to still get the one seed here? I mean, you know, where there's, I guess there's a lot to still be figured out or uh, at least investigated in on how this all is now affected with them, you know, not playing that game. Because uh, Allen against New England is obviously a great matchup for them, you know, and you got to think there's, possibly some motive extra motivation behind that some rallying behind the situation that went on uh with this team and and you know playing out there for hamlin so um i like the top guys and allen and hurts um you know this week of course you know again there's there's just limited quarterbacks that are actually playing for something here um yeah very limited quarterbacks with uh, with something to play for i mean listen yeah hurts i think is you know because they also need him to knock the rust off right Right. They just they need to do that. Alan. Yeah. I, I, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm I'm worried about I don't know what what the Bengals or the Bills are going to do at all. Anyway, right. I don't know where where these guys heads at. So I'm probably like if I'm paying up at QB on Sunday, it's for Hertz and and it's not going to be. I mean, you know, could I could I throw Joe Burrow into a uh, into a GPP? Yeah, sure. But I mean, I'm like I said, I'm bill. If I'm building cash games and I'm paying up, then Hertz is the guy uh, who I want. As far as like QBs who have something to play for, um, you know, Herbert. The Chargers do need the win in order to maintain their seating over the over the Ravens. Um, I think that's something that you have to pay attention to. Uh, Dak, I'm not trusting because they could pull him. Cousins, again, like you said earlier in the show, um, you know, I mean, they need to win. Do they, you know, do they keep Cousins in there the entire time? Uh, Brady, I don't see him doing anything. I think the, the they first They already said court, that Brady's, Brady would uh, maybe only play the half. And they're yeah, going to Glennon and Trask play the second half of that game. So Yeah, he's going he's gonna to help Chris Godwin get to his incentives. Yeah. Two catches, and then, right? uh, something like that. And then they're gonna, and then they're gonna walk away. Yeah. So, 
So I'm not I'm not using him. Geno Smith is the guy who has something to play for yeah. against and and it's and it's uh, it's not a bad matchup against the Rams. Nope. So I think if I'm not using Hurts, the only other QB that I really want to use, I mean, and again, this is for cash game play, uh, is Geno Smith. Yeah, I said that. I, I you know for for you're talking cash game. I agree, Geno Smith would be the other cash game play. For tournaments, I threw Russell Wilson out there. I, I, you know, coming off of a pretty good game, new coaching, healthy wide receivers still. Um, they're at home. You know, I think Wilson maybe is is a dart throw at fifty four hundred dollars. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco. Um, I mean, Joe Flacco's forty eight hundred bucks. He got through fifty five times a game. The first wait, 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 wait. I mean, you're you're digging you're digging deep. Wait, wait, wait. let's talk about some other guys here, real quick. Well, what other guys? Before- before you start shitting on everybody. I'm not shitting well, on everybody. What other guys did you play? What about Deshaun Watson? No, I would not play Deshaun Watson. Why not? I mean, you've seen marked improvement over the weeks. He and threw they 18 sp- times. He was 9 of 18. He just happened to throw three touchdowns. He hasn't looked good. If you watch the game, I don't care how many passes he's thrown. I'm talking about the actual play, like what he looks like. Um, scrambling out of the pocket, what he looks like when he's looking downfield, who he's hitting, is he efficient? Things like that. All right, you're not interested. No, okay. I, he went nine of eighteen throwing, and three of those nine completions went for touchdowns. I don't. I'm not really into uh, on the road against a Pittsburgh team that needs the win to keep Tomlin's record above 500 for the you know that that whole narrative there. Uh, All right. Not really. Right. Not really. I'm not. I'm not going team. Joe Flacco in a in a meaningless game for the Jets against the Dolphins. If anything, I think Joe Flacco could be could be a guy that is good in a meaningless game because he's got no reason not to throw 55 times. He's he went for 18:30 and then he got against Cincinnati. He had seven fantasy points, but yeah. like I, I don't know, 59, 44, 52 pass attempts. I don't know, man. They're going to have Zach Wilson active. Do you think they don't put Zach Wilson in maybe in the second half? No. Why wouldn't they just start Zach Wilson? Uh, still trying to teach that kid a lesson. No, no, that's not what's going on. I, I, I would have no problem going with Joe Flacco at $4,800. All right. You can have Joe Flacco at $4,800. I'll go. I'll, that's fine. I'll take him. Uh, again, there's, there's not much else here. I don't know what else There's nothing else at QB. No. Would you, start, you wouldn't start Sam Howell, I would imagine, right? Like... In a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Over Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Running backs. Yeah, running back position. So you don't think CMC's playing? No? Um, I mean, I've heard that they're talking about holding him out. He didn't practice. He hasn't practiced at all during the sure. week. Um, And if you're Kyle Shanahan and you're getting Elijah Mitchell back, why wouldn't you just run Elijah Mitchell here and see how long you can utilize him and give Christian McCaffrey some rest? Sure. That's fair. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a great matchup for him if he actually plays, but yeah. I just don't necessarily know if he does. Okay. Um, you say Chargers have something to play for that keeps Eckler very much in play? Yep. Um, Minnesota, you say, has something to play for, so Dalvin Cook against Chicago is in a great spot? Yeah, again, but that's – with Alexander Madison there as well. And again, like Minnesota just needs the win. Chicago's terrible. Chicago's starting Nathan Peterman. Yes. Yes, they are. So, I mean, like, yeah. If you want to talk about a team that's up, you know, 35 to nothing. <laughs> How soon does Nathan Peterman's first interception come? Under oh, five drives? Under, under five drives? 
I'll take the under on that. Under five drives, yeah. I'll take the under. I gotta on find that. a line. I gotta see if there's a line on that, like under X drives for turnovers for Keaton. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I like Dalvin cook against the bears, but I do worry that they're going to put in some, uh, some Alexander Madison as well. Do they run Mo- uh, Montgomery in this game? Do you think no Justin Fields, some more of a traditional handoff offense for the Chicago Yeah, I feel, I feel like you should, but they, you know, yeah. I mean, I think Mo- Montgomery's in a good spot. Uh, Khalil Herbert, they'll probably get in there also. Walker, uh, needs uh, 64 yards for a thousand yards. Walker needs to fucking practice is what he needs to do. Yeah. Walker, that whole backfield is is all questionable and everyone's got an ankle injury. <laughs> I said, well, he's been questionable for a few weeks now. So, Right. So uh-huh. Walker, Homer, and DJ Dallas all questionable with the ankle injury. But, yeah, if you got want somebody who's got something to play for. I was, I was screwing around with some lineups here. Oh, you know who we didn't even talk about? Like, you just ran all the way to, to – to, What's his face to Joe Flacco? Yeah, right. Where where are you on Sam Darnold? I it's a meaningless game, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Carolina, yeah. Carolina has had the third ranked passing offense yeah. over the last six weeks. Yeah. I mean, uh, eh, uh, it hasn't really translated uh, to much, though. I mean, the Tampa Bay game, sure, he had three touchdowns, but. That's been, that's been, the week that you were busting my balls, was Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. I was like, no, 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 forget Sam Darnold. Well, I said Sam Darnold against Detroit because that would made sense. He had 21 fantasy points. Oh, um, yeah. One of them came on a rushing touchdown, not a passing touchdown. But I, I just wanted to, you know, backtrack there for a second. Yeah, I, I, don't I know. actually, I've, I've got Panthers plus three and a half. On yeah, that. maybe. I mean, listen, DJ Moore's uh, is uh, what he's uh, something X amount of yards for a thousand yards again, so. Uh, yeah, DJ Moore's got some incentives working there. I'm a big fan of that. I just, you know. <clears throat> again, against New Orleans, a team that's also kind of just packing it in for the season. Um, yeah. You know, it could be fun. But yeah. all right. We're, uh, we're, I like Cam at... Akers, 6,200 against Seattle. Cam Akers. I, built, I was fucking around with the lineup, but I've got Montgomery and Akers as my yeah. two running backs yeah. here. I think Akers is in a really good spot here uh, for sure. Najee Harris is closing in on 1,000 yards. He gets a really good matchup against Cleveland. Uh, he uh-huh. got that touchdown pass to win the game against Baltimore last week. Um, 6K for him, I think, is a decent spot. Uh, Tyler Algier against uh, a Buccaneers defense that probably won't be playing many of their starters there, at least by the second half. Um, yep, taking over as a Miles Sanders there. is a guy who you also – I know you jumped over him. I know you don't like him because of Boston Scott or, or – Well, yeah, Boston you know. Scott has a crazy touchdown history against the Giants, apparently. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, he, he, he even – he ran for a touchdown against them earlier this year, too. Um, yeah, I don't like Sanders if Hurts is back. That's my thing there. So they just—he's he been just... so productive all year with Hurts. Yeah, but the touchdowns upside, like it just—I don't know. What are you talking? Look, how many touchdowns does he have this year? I know, I know. So, so well, well, I know you know, but I mean, I mean, you gotta, you gotta give me more than I know, I know. But it just, I got making he has a, a statement that he's—you're making a statement that he doesn't have the touchdown upside because of Jalen Hurts. Meanwhile, he's got three multi-touchdown yeah, games. I, I, get, right? I, said, I get what you're saying. And he's got 11 on the year. But so does a quarterback, right? So it's like, I don't know. To, to me, I get it. He's at 11. You're not wrong. I, I just still feel like there's too much potential inconsistency uh, with Miles Sanders there. So that's all right. <laughs> 
Look at the dude's game log. Also, I love I love Miles Sanders. I'm oh just saying in this Lord. instance, I am not in on Miles Sanders. You're killing Play me, Smalls. Play him if you want. You're killing me, Smalls. Play him if you want. Play him if you want. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not playing. You can play him if you want. I'm not playing. All right, fine. You're not playing. I'm not playing. You're not playing. I'm they got playing. Josh Kelly all the way up to 5,600. Are you sure the Chargers have something to play for here? I believe so. If you <clears> – let's see. Let's look at the standings here. Why else Kelly be $5,600? So, so the Chargers are, are ten and six. The Ravens are ten and six. Yeah, but the Ravens, the, the Chargers win the tiebreaker over the Ravens based on best winning percentage in conference games. So, if the Ravens beat the Bengals, yeah, they go to eleven and six. If the Chargers lose, they go to ten and seven. Who gets the higher seed? Are you mad? No, I'm just trying to see. So, so, well, all right, well, here we go. Then. Some mad. No no no, 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 no. This is actually good. We'll not. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. We'll not. Folks out there listening, tweet at RotoBuzzGuy and at JM. No, 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 no. See, you're, you're missing this. 777? Because I want to know. Sense. Does, no, no, this, John is, this, sad. this is why I was confused. The the, <laughs> the Bengals and, and Ravens play at 1 o'clock. The Chargers played 425. The Chargers mm-hmm. will know where they stand in this in this scenario. Yes, they will. So that's why, because Kelly at fifty six hundred doesn't make sense unless the Chargers have nothing to play for. So that is that's where we're at with this game. The Chargers will know whether or not they need to play Eckler or not in this game. So if you're building a lineup, then what you're going to need to have is you're going to need to have a, a flex a, open. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, well, either a flex or what you do is you, you know, you pay up for Eckler. Right, and you pay down at wide receiver, but then you have yourself pivots ready that if the uh, if the Ravens lose the game and the Chargers don't have anything to play for, then you can get a uh, you know you throw Kelly in there as a cheap running back, and then you have all that money left over for you know whoever a top wide receiver is for the four o'clock slate. Yeah. Yep. 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 Which uh, doesn't look like anybody. Maybe Metcalf. Maybe, um, oh, maybe like Adrian Brown, maybe four twenty-five. Uh, anyway, so that's what that's what that was what caught me. I remember talking about this, and I'm like, "Are you sure the Chargers have something to play for?" And it's because they'll know if they have something to play for come the four o'clock game. That is true. They will know, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So uh, Kelly at fifty-six hundred. If they have nothing to play for, sure, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Moss. They got nothing to play for. He's got Houston. They'll still play him though. They're not going to bench him for Jordan Wilkins. That is true. That is true. Against Ugh. Houston? I mean, Zach Moss against Houston? I mean, is that cash game running back for you this week, Howard? Well, listen, you know what? Lovey Smith has turned this Houston defense into quite the defense, you know? And now all of a sudden, you know, this this is probably Lovey's last game. Does the defense step up for him? Or do they say, well, he's gone anyway, so... I don't Fuck know. It. ATN still ran for 108 yards on eight carries last week, so they still can't <laughs> stop the run. ATN uh, is better than Zach Moss. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many touchdowns Zach Moss had in college playing for Utah? Yes, I do, actually. It's a lot. Um, yeah, why 50- do I know that, or why did he have touchdowns in college? He had a lot of touchdowns in college. I took him on that dynasty league in the uh, the. Um... Listen, just just start Matt Breida. You're okay. No, go go for it, man. I know that's what you want to do. No, I don't. 
Um, bu- 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 I mean, I guess Jordan Mason, if you don't think that they're going to play McCaffrey. Yeah, or but Kieran they will Davis have Price, Mitchell in there. What's, it could be what's, Mitchell, you said, right? Where's Mitchell? Yeah, that's what, where's, what's, what's the cost on Mitchell here? Because, I mean, you got to, I mean, the guy's got to get the rust off somehow, doesn't he? What about Corey Clement? He got the carries over uh, Ingram last week with James Conner out. I hate Corey Clement so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just I hate him. Chase Edmonds got 10 fantasy points last week. Jesus. <laughs> Do you know how many times? Don't you go dying on me. Do you know places? Oh, because because I want to die knowing how many times I took Chase Edmonds in season long this year. He had one good fantasy week. That was about it. Oh, uh, I got nobody else here at running back, though. So uh, I got nobody else at running back either. Let's move on to the wide receivers. Okay, we're well, going to get even grosser because there's going to be $3,000 plays here. Um, all right, top guys are in. Jefferson, I, what do you... Do you play Miami guys with Skylar Thompson at quarterback? Probably not, right? Like, <clears throat> I think that's a that's that's again that's just the GPP play okay. at best. I'm not I'm not invest for for cash game play. I'm not investing in Jefferson or Tyreek or Jamar Chase. I'm not even going to invest in Ceedee Lamb. I mean the pricing here, AJ Brown. That's five guys who are over eight grand. Yeah. Um. In in on DraftKings, that's. <clears throat> I mean that's just that that kills you. On on facing it points. Yep. Um, Devonta Smith seventy five. Evans oh Evans yeah had the big game last week. I was like Evans needs a thousand yards right now. He got there last year. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why that's why we're in on Chris Godwin this that's why week. I like Chris Godwin. God is correct. <clears throat> um, obviously, if the Chargers have something to play for, Keenan Allen and, and uh, Mike Williams are, are top options here. Yeah. Uh, Metcalf yep, yep. doesn't Metcalf have a little thing with Jalen Ramsey? Um, probably. I think Jalen Ramsey's got a little something going on with everybody, but in a must win situation for Seattle, I will happily, not to mention Tyler Lockett's still a little banged up and they don't really have anything. I'm still going to be very much in on DK Metcalf. Okay. I like Um, them. Judy and Sutton, I don't mind here, assuming they're, they're good to go, um, against the Chargers. Chris Olave is uh, is in play. He's uh, he's headed towards his first thousand yard season. Yeah, good draft pick by the Saints. There, getting Chris Olave. Uh, um, you mentioned more already. He needs one hundred and twenty two yards. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So not not impossible. Not impossible to do. Not impossible. Um, I'm going to avoid the likes of Terry McLaurin. I'm probably going to. I I you know I mean. I might play still Garrett, have interest in Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Play Garrett Wilson. I, I've got interest in Garrett Wilson still. Yeah. yeah. I well, definitely he had 20, do. He had uh, 22, 33 targets with Joe Flacco. So, I mean, Garrett Wilson also a great pick by the Jets. By the Jets. Jets, have a, Jets just need a quarterback. Get Brees Jets Hall back. Get Garrett Wilson. Get a guy that will actually throw to Elijah Moore. Like, some, 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 yeah. ta- some talent there. Some, ta- some talent. Um, let's see. Hollywood had nine targets. I mean, 49. What? Who? Hollywood Brown had nine targets last week. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll look at Jacoby Myers against Buffalo as a, as a cash game play for 5,100. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he's just got a, he's just got a good high floor. 
You don't need them to get into the uh, – I mean, listen, yes, if, if we find a boatload of $3,000 guys, then then you don't need them, but yeah. I just like the floor. Sure. Uh, Drake London's been good. I, I do like Drake London very much as well. Uh, but, 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 let's see here. I mean, you liked Watson. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones, one catch in each of the last two weeks, though. Just I know, that's good. kind he's of a good tough. price, but he's been doing, he's been doing nothing. I told you, Raheem Shahid. Um, you, you, you're a nice little deep threat there. Trenton, Trenton Irwin. Jahan Dotson's not bad at 4500 bucks. Yeah, it's just you got to figure out what you got in Sam Howell. Yeah. Let's see here. Because I think that's, you know, I mean, I, I think you'll see Dallas's defense on the field early on, and they could rattle him. And if they rattle him, that's just going to fuck his shit up for the rest of the game. Sure. Uh, DeAndre Carter could be the wide receiver one, or I guess Josh Palmer would be the wide receiver one, but DeAndre Carter would fill the Keenan Allen spot if the Chargers got nothing going on. Plus, he has an incentive, uh, something in his contract in that article that you wrote up there. Two more receptions for uh, an extra 100K and then another 100K for 55 yards. Yeah, so uh, if, if the Chargers got nothing to play for, uh, you'll see DeAndre Carter out there in the slot for the Chargers against Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not a bad, not a little bad spot there. Um, let's see here. Greg Dorch has been a target monster lately. 22 to 21 targets the last two weeks. Uh-huh. Um, Isaiah McKenzie needs 46 receiving yards for 100K. Okay. Okay. We'll see if he gets on the field there. What about Equinemius St. Brown celebrating his new one-year extension? With Peterman throwing in the football? <laughs> I know you love Peterman no, so much. I don't think so. I'm buying you a Nathan Peterman uh, jersey. Let's see. Is there any? I mean, T.Y. Hilton's been getting some plays lately. Maybe they were. T.Y. Hilton's an intriguing option here, especially just down at 3,400. Right, right. Thornton actually had a pretty good game last week. Taekwon, three catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. Didn't he lose a touchdown also? He stepped out of bounds? Yeah. Very, like, very close to being a score too. That was another weird little play that I thought that they could have, you know, taken a look at more, but they didn't. Um, Amari Rogers, I saw some people tweeting about today if, against for, for Houston. I don't really know if. So I, I love looking at fantasy football Twitter now. Yeah. It's, it's the like last every game of the season, man. Right? Like all these guys are just coming out of the woodwork with like random names. <laughs> Well, this is where, John, this is where you put Andy Isabella back into the dark. Pit. Yeah, Andy Isabella. Now, I mean, listen, I, I said it earlier. You think Minnesota's got something going on, so maybe. But uh, uh, Jalen, that Jalen character there, he had a touchdown last week. Three catches and a, and a, and a touchdown. Uh, 89 yards for Jalen Naylor. Um, I mean, if Minnesota's got nothing going on there in the second half of this game, um, yeah. that, that's a name for sure, I think. Played over Jalen Rieger, so... Well, again, it's uh, th- for your GPP tournament lineups. Yes, I mean there's a th- so much is in play. Like everybody's in play <laughs> for a GPP lineup. You could you could build you could build it with anybody you want because there are so many people. There's so many players you just you just don't know. Are they going to come out in the second half? Are they going to not come out in the second? Like what's going to happen there? So that's why I'm saying you know I want to build these cash lineups, play them in GPP because. You know, I feel like, you know, it's the high floor guys, sure. you know, maybe, maybe I don't 
you know, take it down. Maybe I don't bink the GPP, but I could definitely stay in a decent cashing spot knowing that so many people are just throwing so many uh, erroneous darts. Sure. Uh, let's go to tight end. George Kittle. George Kittle against Arizona. Best spot on the board, 6K. Um, I love the price too. I really do. Like I, I I genuinely thought that they were going to like kind of be douchey about it and, and bump them up to like 75. Yeah. Uh, Coop's got Dallas Goddard on the cover of his tight end coach. So he's, he's big on Goddard here against the giants at 49, which I do not mind at all. Because again, here's the thing. Like you've got Hertz and Goddard who were great together early on. They're both, you know, they both got a lot of rust on them right now. And you want to make sure you want to get them some time, especially if the Eagles end up with the bye week, because, you know, you just don't want them out of gameplay together for, for way too long. Yep. I agree. So I like the Goddard call. Um, early on in the year, uh, the reason Tyler Conklin was on everybody's radar was because of Joe Flacco. He had uh, 24 targets in three weeks under mm-hmm. Joe Flacco there. So $3,600 mm-hmm. Tyler Conklin. Against Miami could be a little bit of a value play. No love for Higby, huh? Against Seattle, they're terrible against the yeah, tight end. He's 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 fine. He's fine. I don't mind him. Forty four. Gerald Everett like... needs five catches for like two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it just feels expensive, but I mean, he's been kind of. You know, he had one good game. You know, two good games, yeah. I guess. So, but forty four yeah. shard. The tight end position isn't great this week, so. No, um, it's not. But I like the Conklin call. Yeah, Conklin looks like he fits in there. Uh, maybe Kate Otten gets some blowout run regardless because he's a rookie. Gets right. Atlanta 3K. Um, could look there. Um, Albert O. Albert O last week. Albert O. I can't I can't I can't say no. Right? Can't say no. Um so yeah, there's not a lot here at Jelani at Woods, end. but they'll have what Sam Ellinger's as quarterback. Just, this week? just pay the six grand for Kittle. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, that's fine. And if you're gonna pay down, pay down to Conklin at 34. Sure. Just do it there. Like all the in-between shit. The, uh, listen, the TJ Hawkinsons and the Fryer Muths and the Higbees and the Schultzes. You know, yada yada yada. Yep. I'm with you. Pay up for Kittle. Goddard in the mid-tier. Conklin is the bargain. Sure. Uh, Defense. How low do you go? Patriots at 2,200. Why in the world are the Patriots at 2,200? Because they're facing the Bills. Yeah. But they get defensive touchdowns every week. Every week. Every I, 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 you can set your clock by it. Like you, do you have the message already pre-typed to me in the chat? No, not yet. I'll copy. I got a copy and paste on a sticky note. I just, I just send it to you when it happens. Like we just race each other to see who's, gonna, yeah. who's gonna write Patriots Touch, touchdowns, touchdowns in five of the last seven or six of the last eight weeks. Defensive touchdowns. They got ten, crazy. eight defensive touchdowns overall this year. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They they just they just turn the football over. Right? Yeah, listen, I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like the um, I also like the Panthers D at twenty five. Yeah, Panthers. New Orleans turns the ball over almost more than anyone now. Mm-hmm. So I dig that. Yep. Um, 
I don't I don't really feel any need to pay up for any defense. I mean, you can week. play the Broncos if the Chargers are playing uh what's his face there? The the, the career backup at quarterback. Oh, Chase Daniel? Yeah, Chase Daniels is out there instead of Herbert, you could probably go Bron- go Denver at twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the Jets aren't bad against Skylar Thompson. Sure, twenty six. Yeah, I, I agree. You don't really need to spend up here at all. What about the Texans against Sam Ellinger? I'm not playing the Texans. Playing the Texans. I'm Johnny and Steelers at 32 at home against Cleveland. I like that one. I like that. Sure, 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 sure. But again, I don't, I don't feel the need. Like if I can get the Patriots at 22 and I like the Panthers at 25. Well, let me ask you. Say the Giants go out there and they don't start Daniel Jones this week. Do you play the Uh Eagles at 4K? And those sack totals are gross. Six or more in five straight weeks. Like. It's pretty good. What's the season record for sacks by a team? They have sixty-eight right now. That's like I don't know. Yeah, if if only there was a website that you could type I know that there question. Is. I wasn't in. sure if maybe you knew it. I I can't imagine many teams have gone a five-week stretch with 13, 19, 25, 32 sacks. Like that's a that's a lot of sacks. That's a lot. It's sacks. impressive. Um. So yeah, maybe if Daniel Jones isn't out there, uh, you can go some Eagles defense up top. Uh, you got a lineup for me, Howard? Um, I, I guess. Kind of, sort of. There you go. You ready? Yep. Sam Darnold at QB. Oh, USOB. Okay. <laughs> uh, David Montgomery and Cam Akers. Montgomery, Akers. My wide receivers are DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, and Garrett Wilson. My oh. tight end is George Kittle. My flex is Drake London. And that gives me the Panthers defense. Panthers defense. Love it. Darnold, Montgomery, Akers, Moore, Metcalf, Wilson, Kittle, London, Panthers. Week 18 lineup breakdown for Sunday. Of course, Howard will have the Saturday two-game breakdown. Saturday morning, he'll have the Sunday main playbook and dartboard out as well. Uh, are you doing the morning show on Sunday, Howard, on XM? Yep, it's the final one. Yep, final one. Tune into that. There's no live stream this week with Coop and I on Sunday morning. So uh, we'll be available in Discord if you're around. We'll answer your questions. Uh, but tune in to Howard and Fancy there uh, Sunday morning. And then tune in late to myself and Ryan Hallam on XM, 9 to midnight, the final. Uh, Fancy on our post-game show of the NFL season. We're giving away awards uh and uh breaking down the studs and duds so check all of that out as well um howard it's been it's been great this has been a great season right we're, we're done I, th- I think maybe maybe we'll do a dfs podcast maybe we'll do one for the first round uh we'll, we'll see but uh yeah i'm, I'm the, done with you yeah at least for the regular season it's been fun oh okay maybe. 18 weeks of nfl dfs well you, you weren't you did you didn't do all of them you, you took some vacation time you were busy Grande filled in a couple of times. I missed like three. I missed like three. I've been here for all eighteen here. weeks, so it's been. Oh, great you are for, a champ, it's, dude! It's been You're great a champ. For you. It's been great for everybody. We're, we appreciate you all tuning in, uh, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so at any point through the last eighteen weeks. Uh, help Howard and I out in the YouTube channel growth. Uh, any parting words for the people at home? No, 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 no. Just uh, have some fun with the games. Play your cash games. 
have some fun with the GPPs. This is, again, this is where people don't really, there are going to be so many dart throws thrown around this weekend that you could probably find yourself in a solid GPP tournament and cash for good money with a good, solid, high-floor cash game lineup. That's all I'm going to say. I like it. I like it. I'm sure you can read that same sentiment in Howard's playbook on Sunday morning, or Saturday, rather, in the Zamba lineups on Sunday. Uh, for now, I'll catch you guys later.